Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about my ex said they're never going to give me a second chance. Oh Lord. Awful. 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 Scary words. It really is. Because when they say it, it is literally the last thing you want to hear from them. But it's the worst thing you could possibly hear from them. I'm never going to give you a second chance. And what makes it even worse, I think, is that at the time, they really mean that. When they say it. When they're hurt and they're angry, of course they mean it. Yes. I'm so angry at you. You're never getting another chance with me. Yes. And so when you hear somebody say that to you, it's crushing. It really is crushing because you feel like they mean it because they do. Yeah. And so you're just devastated because you're like, nothing I do is going to pay off. It doesn't matter what I say I do, say or do. I'm never going to get a second chance because never is a really powerful word. And it's a word you want to be really careful using. Always and never mm -hmm. are pretty tricky. Absolutely. Yeah. However, you've got to understand that when your ex and you are going through a breakup, oftentimes emotions are very high. They run very high, yeah. And people say things that they don't mean when they're upset. Right? That's right. They, they mean it at the moment, but maybe not even 20 minutes later. I mean, Margaret, you've been in this business for 35 years. How many times have you heard somebody say something to somebody oh, and they didn't and mean it? and change their mind an hour later and say, oh my God, what did I do? Or I can't even tell you how stupid I was. Right, you won't believe what I said. Yeah, all kinds of things. And they'd come in and talk to you about that, right? Yeah. Oh yes, people aren't happy about it when they, when they give ultimatums and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's tough because when it comes out of their mouth, it feels like it's the truth. And for all intensive purposes, in that moment in time, it is, it is the it truth. Is. And so you're sitting there left with this heavy, yeah. intense, devastated devastated feeling yeah. of, wow, they're never going to give me another chance. And now you're in no contact. And I must be a really bad person for them to be that mad at me. Mm -hmm. Because at least if you feel like you have some hope, you're able to navigate and function better. Right. Because right? Right. you're like, well, I think I could turn this around. But when they're saying, I'm never going to give you a second chance, and then you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, this person is stubborn. Right. And I'm unredeemable somehow. Um, wow. It's, it's hard. Yeah, very hard. It's hard. But I can tell you, Margaret can tell you, people are upset, they're emotional, they say things that they don't really mean, and even if they meant it at the time, it doesn't mean that they don't change their mind. No. We change our minds all the time. People right? change their mind all the time. Oh, yeah, within 10 minutes. Right? And, and sometimes it's just a rash judgment, a harsh reaction. Right. 
you could have said or done something that made them angry or upset at you, and then they just do they just say it to lash out. I have actually said, "Well, I like you better than I did an hour ago." <laughs> so that was your we've way all, of apologizing. We've all done. No, I apologize better after that. But that's sort of to let people know it's over. I like you better than I did an hour ago. Within another half hour, I might apologize. It could happen. Exactly. Yeah. So just. We understand that it feels like it's forever. Now, not everybody will get another chance with their ex. I mean, we're not going to tell you that because that would just be a load of nonsense. Yeah. And we don't, we don't work, operate like that, right? But many of you will get another chance with your ex. And it just depends upon what you do at that time to turn things around right. and improve your odds, right? And so today I've got an email from a woman in her mid-twenties, okay? And the guy was around the same age. Now, they were together for five years. That's a long time. That is a long time. And so when you're dating somebody for five years, you know them. You know them inside and out. Yes, I'm sure you do. Okay? So you're going to see why I picked this email in a minute. Because she was, she was telling me why they broke up. And according to her... It's because she was controlling and nagging. Those were her words. So, if she is controlling and nagging, he probably feels after five years, it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. Right? So, uh, she goes on to say, Hi Craig, my name is Laura. I am new to your channel and have only been subscribed to your channel for a month now. I got to be honest with you, I love watching your videos. They're so genuine and authentic and inspiring to hundreds and thousands of people all over the world. Well, thank you, Laura. That was very kind of you to say that. I have been in a relationship for five years with someone who had just broken up with me about a month ago now. Our relationship was very strong, but somewhat disconnected. My ex is named Newman. Mm -hmm. He's a few years older than she is. We had met on his boss's residence when I was living with my mother at the time she was renting off my partner's boss. A few months into the relationship, something changed in me, and I couldn't see what it was. I became very needy and clingy and demanding of his time. I would start to develop problems that I wouldn't even think of at the beginning of our relationship. I would start to nag him about his smoking, which I didn't even really care about when we were hanging out as friends. I would start to ask silly questions like, did you smoke today? How many smokes did you have today? And so forth. So it sounds to me like she just got attached. As she got more attached, she got more concerned about his well-being and his health. I agree. Is that what it sounds like it to you? It does. Yeah. And so it came from a place of caring. Right. But... It still feels like nagging. <laughs> yeah, sure. Five years into our relationship, he had always said he loves me, but only when I'm not a pain in the arse. Yes. <laughs> she says arse. I love you when you're not nagging me, right? In his words, I knew what I was doing wrong. My family had told me, his family had told me, my friends, his friends, would all tell me just to back off and give him a break. He's not doing anything wrong to me, as in cheating or anything, so why am I having this behavior? 
I asked myself, and my answer would always be, I don't know, I just care. Well, I guess that's kind of an answer. Why are you doing it? Because I care about him. Mm -hmm. But there would be better ways to say it than nagging. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine after five years, oh, he's probably exhausted yeah. by it. Yeah. I just like to ask what's going on. As when Newman would come home from work for a 14-hour work day, oh. I will fire all these silly questions at him. What did you do today? How was your day? Who did you talk to today? Oh, yeah. The minute you hear, who did you talk to today, um, you know behind it is, I hope it wasn't somebody besides me. I hope it wasn't another woman. Yeah. And so forth. And he wanted... And all he wanted to do was just come home, in the door, quietly, have tea, unwind, lay on the couch, and go to bed. Newman had always told me, please stop asking me questions. I will tell you how my day was when I'm ready, okay. not when you try to get it out of me. Well, it sounded more like an interrogation. It did. Didn't it? It did. Yeah. And, you know, that's her anxiety. I was going to say, this lady's quite anxious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so she said it early on in the, in the beginning of the email, a few months into the relationship. Why? Because that's when to attach. Right. And you know what? I still didn't get it. He had worked hard for us to live comfortably. He had bought a house for us and a boat. Wow. So for the five years of a nagging relationship, he stuck it around, hoping I would change. But I just didn't. About a month ago, now, he had finally given up and broke up with me, telling me he can't be in a relationship that he's being controlled. Wow. So, her anxiety was so high that she wasn't aware of how she was treating him. Even though she got a lot of feedback, so she was really unconscious for her. Yeah, so that tells you how... Hi, the anxiety must it have been. It certainly does. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She goes on to say he's completely over it and he doesn't love me anymore. Did he say that? I don't know, but I suspect he does. He does. He's do probably too. just exhausted. Yeah. So, what did I do? And I think you know the answer to this. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I cried. I begged. Uh -huh. I pleaded mm -hmm. for just two days. Then I found this no-contact rule thing that I'd never heard of. During the breakup, my ex had moved out of his own house, where I am currently living now, and has moved to his mom and dad's. He just packed his work clothes and vanished. Newman has left me everything for me to enjoy still. His house that I live, on, live in, and so on. Wow. So Poor Newman. Yeah, he's really been considerate, and yet she believes he doesn't love her. But he couldn't get her attention any other way, uh, as far as I can see. Not, not, right. not that I can see either, yeah. nor anybody else, because nope. the family and the friends yep. all tried to warn her too. Yeah. Newman <laughs> had told me he's only letting me stay home because he doesn't not want to be a bastard to kick me out on the street as I have nowhere else to go. So maybe he was, I mean he's still being thoughtful here. Yes he is. He broke, broke up with me wanting to be just friends. After our breakup, he still has been going out of his way to do everything for me. Wow. Cut me wood for my fireplace, let my dog off for a run while I'm at work, and still come home and check on everything. 
animals, power, water, etc. I was trying to do the no contact rule, but it was very hard when Newman will call me up every few days just to let me know he's been around the home to grab a few things, that he needed more clothes, or just let me know he's dropped off some wood, or just tell me he's come around to check up on the f a few things. Okay, so her confusion here with the no contact is that she shouldn't be in any kind of contact with this guy. And what I teach you guys is that you don't want to do any reaching out. So right. there's no issue in replying to this guy and saying, thank you for cutting the wood, thank you for letting the dog out, when he's texting her first and saying, I'm doing these things. There's nothing wrong with right. saying that you appreciate that. Right. Okay. It's for somebody who is clear they don't want to have contact with you. Yeah. Then you give them the space. Mm -hmm. Now, I wouldn't start contacting him. I'd let him keep reaching out to you as he wants. Yeah. Okay. Our relationship has been the longest for both of us. We both started dating when we were in our early 20s. He is very bitter and cold towards me now. And I think that it's because he doesn't want to give her any mixed messages. Right. Right? Yeah. Although he is. He is, because he's still taking care of her. Mm -hmm. um, even though she thinks he... That's why he, she thinks he doesn't love her anymore. But his behavior certainly says that he does. I wonder if he's being bitter and cold in regards to any relationship talk. Because right. he's certainly not being cold with his behavior. Taking yeah. the dog out, checking right. the house, checking to make right. sure you're okay. Yeah. That behavior isn't cold. He's trying to be... Yeah, he's trying to be clear. It's probably about, I don't want anything romantic right now. Right. And he said, he will never give me a second chance again. Well, after reading so far, I would say that right now he probably has no interest in a second chance. He's been with you for five years, he's exhausted by your behavior, and he probably really doesn't believe you're going to change. But he cares about you. That is that clear to me. That is clear. Right? Right. And so, if this man cares about you, that doesn't mean he can't give you another opportunity. What I think he would have to see is like that she is going to be different. All I could say was he still comes by after work, and my lord, I hope she's not nagging him still. Oh, I, I don't think she is. I, I hope not. No, because she's even afraid to do it and break any kind of contact right. with him, right? right. Um, and she says, no matter how much I change for the better, he told me he has never given any of his ex-girlfriends a second chance, so why me? Well, another point is that you said you, this is your longest, longest relationship. relationship yes. And you guys were only in your early 20s when you started dating, so those were like really early and those relationships. Are, those are formative years. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't want to compare yourself to those other women and him not giving those other women a chance, even though I could see why you would. Right. When you're going through it, you right. can't think clearly. I think... If you can really work on yourself, look at the issues that happened with this guy. He's made them clear to you. Yeah. How are you going to fix this? What are you going to do to correct this? Okay? Because I, I could see him giving her another chance. I could too. Right? Uh, yeah. He certainly has not withdrawn from her. But she certainly needs to become more aware of her anxiety. Mm -hmm. He doesn't believe you're going to change. Right. And that is why he's not trying to give you any opportunities, including telling you, I'm not giving you a second chance. Because he knows how you are, he knows how you've been, and he can't deal with that anymore. Right. It's been too I stressful. Agree. I agree. It's been too stressful for him, yeah. Yet he does care about you enough to let you stay there, to keep coming by, 
taking care of the dog, checking on the house, checking on the other, they're bringing you firewood. Very he caring cares. things, very caring mm -hmm. things. Um, okay. Um, what is she willing to do to change, does she say? She hasn't said what she's willing to do. And I think she's probably so uh, defeated by his words that it might knock her motivation down. Right, right. But I would tell you, I think you have a chance I think with so this too. woman or I, with this guy again. I think so too. But you're going to have to let him know that you've done some things um, to really come to terms with your anxiety. And I would focus more on showing him that. Right. As opposed to telling him Telling that. him, yeah. Because you'll get caught up in the trap of, I've changed! And that is a trap. And nobody's going to believe you for the first few <laughs> but months. He's not going to believe you. I've heard stories of, I've already changed, so can I come back now? And it's been two weeks. No, no you haven't. <laughs> you might be more aware that there is a problem. Right. But if he came back tomorrow, it would probably fall apart right away because you haven't done enough work on yourself right. to really right. make changes. It so takes I mean, time. You, you need to think about... Um, being anxious about separation anxiety because it sounds like whatever nagging you did was around your fears of losing him yes right yeah but and it was loving in a way but if it's if it comes across as nagging the loving doesn't show that's right yeah it, it became exhausting yeah so think about what we're telling you i suspect if you can change your behavior at some point, I could easily see this guy saying, you know, it's not that I don't care about you. I just am so tired by what you've done. I can't take it anymore. And she needs to think about, was there nagging in her house? Did she grow up being used to watching people nag each other? Has anybody ever nagged her? Does she know what it feels like? Um, does she have a family member who interrogates everybody when they come home? Sit over here under this light while I find out about your day. Right? <laughs> who did you yeah. talk to? What did you do? Yeah. So... And I mean, has she put herself in his position? Yeah. Um, what would it be like to come home and be interrogated by mm -hmm. somebody who seems to be not trusting you? Yeah. I bet if he did that to her for a week, she would be like, what have I done? Yeah, I bet. I bet. All right. So if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching, and if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. Yes, feel free to sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to sign up with her. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.